She reaches from beyond the grave to make good men her wicked slaves. She'll take your blood, she'll take your head. She'll follow you until you're dead. <laughs> I thought we'd have some creative tension to start the day with. Um, welcome to our very first live Uncensored Horror. We're live and living large. The moon is risen in the sky and it is a great day to taste the fruits of the land, as you would say, you know, yeah, as many would sure. say, because we are here today to wrap up the trilogy of Fear Street with Fear Street. Part three, 1666. Dun, dun, dun. Cue dramatic music. And, and, yeah. <laughs> so let's just do, like we did last week, a super quick overview. No spoilers. Let's start with Luke today. Uh, look, I enjoyed this final entry. I, I wasn't sure how it'd go because, you know, the, the jumps from the different times, they all have their own atmosphere and their own feel each of these three films has their own feel and i was like eh, am i really going to enjoy the 1666 one as much as i love the 90s stuff and the 70s stuff but i did it's really well done um i thought that it gave layers to these characters but i don't want to spoil anything uh it sort of makes stuff make sense and i enjoyed how it all tied together Wonderful. Well, from one person who we know loves 1666 in general, Ken McCarthy. If I had to rank them in order, it's going to be three, two, one. That's yes. Good. It was so good. I am I am very pleased with how that played out. I mean, I mean, not necessarily how the story played out because, you know, it's a bummer. But, but I thought it was very uh, accurate. Uh, I have some thoughts regarding uh, like the actual families of the witch trials regarding the good last name because I don't think they're going to be happy after seeing this one. Oh, well, I think that they're used to it. They've had like, what, 300, 400 years to get used to it. True, true. <laughs> I don't think it's slander when it's like, you know, historically accurate, is it? Well, <laughs> I mean, did we ever actually prove that these families were a uh, part of uh, the cult. Who can say? So let's jump straight <laughs> into it. By the way, this is the <laughs> the preface for every review we do. We're going to be full of spoilers. So if you yet, have yet to see Fear Street 1666, please back away now. Come back and join the conversation after you have seen the movie because we're going to spoil it. It's Spoiler. been warned. Alert. And if you haven't watched any of Fear Street yet, what the 
fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> All right. So where we last left off in 1978, it was actually still 1994. <laughs> and uh, Sarah, uh, not Sarah, get with it. Dina had reunited Sarah's hand, her wretched hand with her bones. And once again, bled, bled upon her bones which we were then thrown back to 1666 Union, which was the um, consolidated towns of Shady, Shadyside and Sunnyvale together. Um, Dina has, I guess, would you say, not really possessed, but assumed the role of Sarah Fear. She's, Sarah, Sarah's spirit is making her see exactly what happened in 1666. I'd so, say it's like a, you know, like a, when you. Like a vision kind of yeah, thing. Like, yeah. Well, what was that show that she touched things and she could like, yes. oh, that's she's, the raven. She, yeah. She's <laughs> empath. I guess she'd be empathic kind of, I guess. But anyway, yeah. spirits making us see things. So um, we get to see, we get to see basically that all of our main characters are returned to us in different in different facets. Of course, um, her brother plays her brother named George in this in this installment. But then we have these two lovelies again playing sisters, Abigail and Constance. I think that they they have a really great sister relationship. So good on them. And then we have. These three back again. So excited to see them. They didn't, oh, sorry, two of them. <laughs> we didn't see much of them in this, but they were still back in there. They were Simon and Kate from 1994. They're back again. We also have um, Tommy Slater <laughs> back yes. as back as um, crazy, crazy. Well, is he crazy? This is the thing. Uh, he's yeah. either drunk or he's crazy. Do we think Thomas is crazy? He's I think, crazy. I think he's a drunk. You see him- but is he a drunk because of what he sees? Is he? Do you think he's a psychic that self-medicates? Uh, no, I think he's just a drunk with rotten teeth. <laughs> uh, who, knows? who can say? He says he sees things. He says he sees the secrets. And, of course, we have everyone's... I'm not going to say favorite. She was a little bit more tolerable in this, I thought. No, she wasn't. <laughs> this is Sam, but she's playing Hannah Miller in this timeline. So this is um, this is Sarah and Hannah Miller. Still so up about- to their tizzering antics. Yeah, still up to their l- little lesbian antics. Well, so we no, get to see. He's, he's saying he sees their secrets, but it's like the worst kept secret because everyone knows. Well, I kept it like- on in public. It's like dogging. But I feel like um, it was back in those days. Like, you see how small that settlement is in that shot. Right. So it's hard to keep a secret. It is hard to keep a secret, but I think secrets are kept. Secrets would be more used as a bargaining tool than actual secrets because you can't have a secret in a town that small. I think so. So everyone's secrets are currency, I would get. I would, I would say. If we want to get all, you know, diplomatic on it. I'm just saying he's drunk and he sees him flirting or whatever. I know your secrets. I see the secrets. Sorry. So we find out that, um, yes, young Sarah's quite good with a knife when she, oh, 
that poor pig. <laughs> uh, fun fact, they actually do that for human births, too. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, but you, you're usually getting some shots and some gas and whatnot, but the, the, the pig's just like, up the duff with the knife and out comes the extra baby. Breach! <laughs> Breach! Yeah, um, yeah, so she's quite good with the knife and she is taking one of the car, one of the calves, no, piglets, <laughs> calves, hello, piglets, to um, one Mr. Solomon Good, who well, lives that's... out amongst the woods in, in Union, who we find out his wife and his child have both died. More on that later. We have to talk about that. Am I the only one that thought the actor who played uh, Nick Good was a babe, but only in this, in this one? Like he looked good as Solomon. <laughs> Everything else was kind of like. Eh. It was yeah. Look, some of them were hard to to like to clock. I'm like, is that a different actor? Is that like? I was like, oh okay, but like, I think it's the facial hair that was like a bit throwy offy. So anyway, we we discover as she wanders around town, and we re meet our characters that something's going down in the woods tonight. We're going to go taste the fruits of the land. Oh, wow. I mean, who who didn't do this as a teenager? Sneak out and, you know, tell your parents you're yeah. somewhere else and just go Which, drunk yeah. in a cornfield. Basically, they're going to get high and drunk in the woods. Um, they visit the witch. The witch in the woods. Who is who, people? Uh, Lane. Yes. Mrs. Lane. Mrs. Lane is the witch in the woods. And um, young Sarah, while we're looking for berries, we're looking for berries, basically. We're looking for berries so we can go tripping. <laughs> um, while they're looking for the berries, young Sarah discovers, I guess we'll call it the devil's book because it doesn't have a name at the moment. It's like a witch's book of shadows. It's, you know, where all the, the spells and everything are. And she discovers the simple uh, the simple trade of a soul for unlimited life and power at which point she is kicked out and they go and you know they go tripping in the woods yeah let's have some berries of course that kate has the the drugs <laughs> i know right trouble trouble from every generation <laughs> um i think yeah i think like this is this is harmless fun, right? This is harmless teenage fun. Yeah. Much much like Salem. You know, it was just kids being kids. And, <laughs> yeah. and then and then well, in, in reality, it was just puritanical thought overrunning, you know overrunning the world and da 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 da. Mass hysteria. Caused by wheat wheat fungus, if you choose to believe some people, but whatever. <laughs> I think it's just small mindedness gone crazy, but that's okay. That um, doesn't happen nowadays, though, does it? No, never. 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 <laughs> Calm down, anti vaxxers. We see you. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, anyway, everyone's having a great time in the woods. They're like, woo, tripping on berries, drinking Applejack, dancing. I don't know. What would you be dancing to? They can't be music unless someone's playing something. Yeah, like banging on something. Yeah. Very something. very primitive. Very primitive movie. Speaking of banging, <laughs> um, poor young <laughs> Hannah Miller catches the eye of Caleb and um, is roundly rejected 
by Sarah because there's a little something happening between Sarah and, and Hannah. And yeah, he she she basically embarrasses him quite roundly with his erection. Say, a <laughs> problem arises between Caleb and yes, Sarah. A problem arises. Not a big problem, but you know, no, a just, problem. Just a little problem. A problem nonetheless. <laughs> you know. So he's embarrassed. They run off away from him, and there's a bit of um the old 66 hot lesbian action. As you do. You know. <laughs> As you do. Um, and Ooh. then they are, stumbled upon, <laughs> they are stumbled upon by someone in the dark. Before we go further with that, is it just me or does Sarah, not Sarah, uh, Sam just never reciprocate? Yeah, I feel like she's a very lazy lover. I feel like she is too and just more reason to hate her. But see, this is the thing. Intergenerational lady In, in 1994... <laughs> In 1994, she seemed to be the one that wasn't so into it. But in in 1666, she seems to be the more dominant one to start off with. True. Like, she's the one that's like, Ugh. Because she's the... we. I, I think we buried the lead that she's the pastor's daughter, so... Yes. Bad girl. Mm-hmm. Bad girl having feelings for girls. Naughty, naughty. So, um, yes, they return to town, and they even in town, hello... Share a kiss. Naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty. Anyway, they wake up the next day to find things are not well in Union proper. Uh, We start with a missing dog. (laughs) Right? We we start with a missing dog, and then we find that um, Pastor Miller has begun to act strangely and talk to voices that no one else is hearing. Oh boy. Sound familiar? Oh, no. Um, There's also a quite um, gruesome moment coming up with with those pigs. Oh, that was gross. It was pretty intense, but we learned to, we like, we know she's good with a, um, we know she's good with a bloody knife, but we learn that she's pretty damn good with an axe. Too. Hope you're hungry for bacon. I hope, yeah. Look, bam. Mummy was. <laughs> oh, <man. sighs> yes. So basically, the town the town is turning upon itself. And food is starting to rush upon the shelves, on their tables. Blah 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 blah. The animals are eating their young. So young Sarah Fear starts to think that, you know or Sarah and Hannah, start to think that what they've done is kicked off a, um, you know, well, of a course, curse. I would, you know, they scissored the apocalypse. We get to meet Hannah's bitch mum. Oh, <laughs> what she's is a, that woman's problem? She's a like bitch every, every generation. generation. She, she, takes just, her, she needs she, to get laid. She takes her cunt pills every generation. Every generation. <laughs> every generation. I dropped it. I'm sorry. I had to. But she's just not a likable. She's not a likable woman. That whole family apparently is not likable. <laughs> yes. Well, she throws. She throws. Um. She throws poor Sarah out into the streets, and everyone sees in the small town of you. In the small town of you. After smacking her in the head. After smacking her out too. Yeah, it was not good. So. um Sarah confides in Solomon about, you know, not being normal 
that's been the whole that's been the whole crux of the show so far is that she is not normal she's never been normal that she was raised without a mother <laughs> so i don't know that somehow turned her into a lesbian i guess uh, <laughs> i i guess yes you could i guess but um yeah so let's keep going from there when she returns to town this is when shit starts to get real and it's the um it's the the drop in the tr- in all of the trailers and everyone's be like oh i wonder what that is oh i wonder what that is pastor miller has locked himself in the meeting house with the town's children did they find the doggy by now Oh, no, they, they have not found it yet. Not yet. Jesus Christ, Pastor Miller. Was hardcore. Yeah, it was hardcore. Um, Solomon comes back to town because he's the hero of the day um, and bars everyone from it. We find a pile of eyes. And we, oh. find, we find out that um, <clears throat> Pastor Miller has not only gouged out his own eyes, but also that of the children of, <laughs> of Union. Uh, they're all dead, though. I uh, thought this scene was just very well, for lack macabre. of well, very well executed, and that's a you know lack of better term. But <laughs> you know, it's all it's it's all subtle effects. I mean, that's all makeup. There's mm-hmm. no CGI. There's no other special effects besides the makeup, and it's eerie and it's unsettling, and it just really gets you kind of paranoid and on edge. And you can see why these people were freaking the fuck out. I mean, I would exactly. if I walked in on that. That was A plus. A plus. Yes. We, as we find out that, yeah, um, excuse me, <clears throat> that uh, Constance, so Abigail's sister, and also George are two of the victims, as well as those poor twins from part one. <laughs> those poor black, black girls are just dead in the back going, Oh, we didn't even get a storyline. Oh. Oh. Not my so-called life for them. I know, right? <laughs> very much, very much murdered. Um, <laughs> very much murdered. Uh, <laughs> well, that's untrue. So somehow, somehow Pastor Miller knows that Sarah is there. Like she, he, even with no eyes, well, he doesn't he say, I see everything now? Yes. I believe he, he says. says some, something along I, those lines. Yeah, of I, I see everything now. He makes a beeline for Sarah to, to basically kill her. And then Solomon saves the day, impaling him on a very flimsy rake. But, oh, God, hmm. that skewered every organ, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you can't come <laughs> that, back from that. That rake was so spread out. I was like, and there's the heart, the liver, the lungs, done all in one mm. step. Yep. Very effective. Pier- pierced and done. So... That is um, Pastor Miller, 86, basically. <laughs> he gone. Oh, he gone. And this is where the shit really hits the fan because Mad Thomas, Mad Thomas, starts railing on about witches, witchcraft, witchcraft. Yeah. Expose thyself mm. as the blood of the pastor runs, run, begins to seep into the town. We are taken to the meeting hall from then. Um, cut, cut to later at night, where the town has gathered in a scene of mass hysteria. This is where it starts, all right? This is where, oh. it, like, this is the, 
let's drop the match on this bitch because people are ready to go. And then, um, yeah, basically, it's all Caleb's fault, right? Not Caleb. Caleb, yes. Caleb, no. Yes, Caleb. Yes, Caleb. I keep getting the names. <laughs> so many names in this series. Well, they're playing so many characters. So I know. It's hard to keep yes. up with. <laughs> Caleb says that he saw Sarah, Seraphia and Hanarilla doing the nasty in the woods. So they are the witches. They are the witches that hath brought the evil to Union. We get a lot of these scenes. <laughs> well, I thought it was a little bit of a parallel there, though, too. Like, he had watched them while that had happened, and then it's like the girls were watching him reveal yes. it to everyone else. So it was kind of... I thought that was well done as well. There's lots of... Yeah, lots of... um, Lots of reoccurrences of themes and motifs. If we're going to get all film studies on it, lots of occurrences <laughs> of themes and motifs. I mean, we see these this formation of bodies a lot. We see it yes. in Camp Nightwing as well. Um, I don't think we see it in, the, in 1994, but um, basically the the displaying of the dead innocence is is part of their major theme. Um, but yeah, at the at this point in the movie, I know, there's been a lot of criticism that like the 1666 stuff was quite boring and oh, the accents were terrible and da da. I was like, you know what? The accents were pretty consecutively the same throughout the entire cast, which is very rare when you're doing these ye oldies. And I didn't think they were that bad, to be honest with you. The most no, I thought it was very well whacked. The most complaints I saw were about a, oh, Netflix is getting all woke with their lesbians in the 1666 age. Yes, because they didn't they didn't know they didn't exist until the males of the 90s needed them to exist. You know, well, you know what's so funny and it just occurs to me as we're t- discussing what a shithead Thomas is. He's an incel. He is an he's the incel exactly. sixty six. It started way back when. Fine. Maybe Netflix is woke, but at least they're getting it right. <laughs> woke and accurate, right? Woke and accurate. <laughs> and they died for it. So you know that was probably exactly. very I mean, accurate wants, too. Yeah. I mean who wants who who wants to hook up with Thomas anyway? He comes out of that outhouse and he hasn't washed his hands. With all black teeth. Gets all touchy on her face. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, oh. do we know some other men like that nowadays? I don't know. I wash my hands. Well, are saying... you talking about the former president? <gasps> I would never are you say talk... that. Are you I talking would about never Pussy never Grabber? Say that. I would never say that. President Pussy Grab. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so anyway, they are those filthy lesbian witches are discovered at the window. <laughs> basically. <laughs> After we, it's gonna be a after we, now, filthy lesbian witches. I think so. <laughs> I think so. You um, it here, folks, first. <laughs> filthy lesbian witches. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, that's all good. Sorry. No, I got. I was. I've just Sorry, got lost in my. I got lost in my own notes. Then I was like, oh. We God. were much enjoying your hashtag, and we were yes. just egging uh, you. Out. <laughs> that's all good. So they are, they are discovered, and we uh, that was very crucible that scene, wasn't it? I saw yes. Hannah Miller with the devil. I saw. I was like, "Ah, oh, work. Okay, cool. We love a bit of crucible action." So they flee. Well, not not far, because bloody sad sack Sam slash Hannah gets captured. Run! Yeah. Useless. Oh. She is Run. useless in every <laughs> entry in this series. 
Sarah bolts. Sarah bolts. Um, and it appears that Hannah will be executed at dawn. Mm-hmm. So she don't got a lot of time. She don't got a lot of time. Sarah escapes, but later returns to the chapel to um, basically tell Hannah that if they want a witch, she'll give them a witch. She's going to the she's going to the forest to make the trade, and um, you know, get the power to punish Union and da 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 da. So she, we get a lot of cat and mouse around the um, around the town. We fight. I think we, we're getting get to the clue that you know the the tunnels that we know are underneath Shady Side are actually underneath all these houses and buildings and da da da. So they can all you know easily access each other's areas without knowing. Let me <laughs> pose this question to you. you yeah, two. pose. If you knew yes. you were going to die at dawn, but you could save yourself by selling your soul to the devil, let's say this is all real. And mm-hmm. now, would you either take the chance of letting them execute you and you going to heaven because you know you've done nothing wrong and you've lived a pious and good life, or would you sell your soul to the devil, you know, and you know, curse yourself to death? Is that an offer? And- <laughs> just to have, like, a little more time, what would you do? I think I'm going to go first. I think that if we were ourselves or these characters, we would already know that we were going to hell. <laughs> right? Well, True. Right? Yeah. We would have, it would have been yeah. drummed into you from, from birth, especially if you were Hannah Miller. You would know that what you're doing is is, you know, the devil's work. So if they're going to punish you, if they're going to kill someone, the person you love and yourself, if they catch you, what use is a soul? That's a very deep point. What use is a soul? You might as well get that last dig in and, you know, make the rivers run red with blood. <laughs> Luke, I'm grim, but you know. Um, look, I would probably still, <laughs> if we're living in this reality, um, I probably would not risk selling my soul. So I'm opposite to you, Steve. So no, I would just hang me high. No, vengeance. (laughs) Vengeance vengeance is mine. (laughs) My curse shall be upon the land. (laughs) As if it isn't already. What about you, Uh, Miss McCarthy? Yeah, come on, Katie, your turn. I crave violence. Oh, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Mine. Mine. Vengeance is mine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Hashtag as she... Katie scissors. <laughs> 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 no, hashtag railed it. I put hashtag railed it into the show last week. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do they have Sarah decides. <laughs> Sarah has decided to retrieve the widow's book and sell her soul. But when she arrives at the widow's cottage, she was finds this, Sorry, this was Hannah. This no, Sarah. Was Sarah. No, Hannah's Sarah. captured. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hannah's yeah, captured. Hannah's, Hannah's captured. useless. Yeah. As... Big surprise. Hi, <laughs> Useless. Letting Hannah's everyone else useless. do the work for. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. The witch is dead. The book is gone. 
and uh, there is a ang- an angry mob on her trail. So they're, of course, going to discover the witch dead if- as well, right? Where yes. to assume? Yeah. You would <laughs> think, but yeah, apparently unless they cares. unless they stayed away from her because they were scared of her. Probably the case. Uh, she flees to Solomon's house because Solomon will protect her. He has in the past. Why wouldn't he? They were almost betrothed to be married, you know. Blah, 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 blah. Help me, Solomon. Help me, Solomon. I still say Solomon can get it. Caleb arrives with his angry mob to find the missing witch. But the missing witch has seconded herself to the basement with a very familiar, you know, rock setting. <laughs> and as we as we dig deeper, she dives deeper into the cave. Mm-hmm. And what are we to come across? But of course, <gasps> the witch's mark. Oh, no. With the book. OMG. Which can only mean one thing, y'all. Solomon ain't so good. No, that was actually... Who felt that was a good twist? When that... Uh, I I knew it was going to be one of them. I I thought it was going to be Caleb, but the more that she ran to Solomon, I thought it was going to... That's the twist that I thought it was going to happen because that's... in, In the Fear Street books, that's what usually happened. You know, the yeah. character is like, oh, my God, help me. Oh, my God, help me. You're a killer. Oh, no. Right? <laughs> you definitely knew it was going to be. Billy Loomis? <laughs> yeah. There's another one I, I can get. I don't think it was as obvious as Billy Loomis, but it was, you know. You, you knew it was going to be a good brother. You just didn't know which yeah. one. Like, yes. they, they basically gave it to you in 1994. Here's the villains. Exactly. So it's revealed that Solomon took the book to make a deal with the devil, offering Pastor Miller to be the first soul. Yeah, the first soul sacrifice in exchange for power and wealth. Yep. Hear me out. Oh, okay. Hear me out. <laughs> are, are you going to use his reasoning? Because I'm. All right. Okay, go. No, 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 no. So. Gather around, Katie. Let's listen. Before, and this could be. This could be just me like reading further into it. What do you think actually happened to his wife and his child? Do you think they died of disease? Because there's no more there's no disease in the town before that. I mean, you could die from a scraped knee back then. Just it gets infected and you're fucking done. I know, but I I, I like knowing that That's he's true. not a good dude, do you think do you think their deaths? turned him into a bad dude or do you think he was a bad dude that might have had something to do with their deaths i, I reckon think... the the latter i reckon he sold them out first no i think he's a scorned lover and i think his death turn, or their deaths turned him evil but this is the thing was he in love with was he in love with sarah all along and they were in the way so they had to go yeah I feel like there's a little bit more story there that we could we could have you know. Well, I feel into. like the violence between Sarah and him in their relationship is very passionate. Just... It's very passionate violence these two have. Yeah, we're going to talk sure. about in a minute. But like the relationships I've been in. <laughs> God, how, I mean, how's your how's he your hand, just babe? made an agreement with him. Like, listen, guy, you can watch if you want, but like, you got to keep my secret. 
But this is the thing. He offers to share the power with Sarah. He wants to to share that power with her. This is where you two would have went, yeah, I'm in. (laughs) So Katie would have been like, you've got a beard? Oh, I'll be the devil's (laughs) friend. (laughs) (laughs) No, more or less, it it would be like me offering to you, Steve, like, listen, I'll be your beard. We can have eternal life and wealth. If it was Solomon Good, you'd be like, oh, you look like Jared Leto. Let's go. Oh, close would have been off already. Like, yep, let's do this. <laughs> so, so I'm the only one who would have went with, with the way Sarah went and just, yeah. you know, no, that's Actually, wrong. Actually, no, you would, have, you, would have been, you would have been Hannah. You would have probably been Hannah. You would have been <laughs> tied up and we're not doing shit. Go like this. Lazy lesbian. <laughs> lazy lesbian. Hashtag lazy top. lesbian. Um, <laughs> Now we forgot. We did forget that um, Solomon gave her a, you know, a token of his appreciation, which was the knife that we see her with earlier on. Um, you know, it's like showing a gun in a movie. <laughs> if you show the gun, it's got to go off at some point before the movie. That knife is going to be put to a lot of use very quickly in this in this chase scene, which shows us the tunnels that we've seen in 1978. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So underneath the underneath the grounds of Camp Nightwing, which are also underneath the grounds of Shady Side Mall, as we all discover, mm-hmm. without you know, without doing too much craziness, uh, there is a very graphic scene where Sarah tries tries to escape it up the outhouse up the outhouse rockeridge and is caught by <laughs> caught by Solomon. Oh. Her her wrist. Is actually her hand is nearly severed by that knife, so that knife must be as sharp as a motherfucker. But she does say she has a sharp knife. She's good with a sharp knife. Um, oh, and, I thought he broke her wrist first. No, well, I think it, I watched it again last night. I think he grabs her and accidentally cuts her wrist. Oh, okay. And she's trying to get away while he's trying to stab her, and then the the hand tears away. Oh. Oh. So the wrist must be being broken anyway for the bone to come, you know what I mean, for it to yeah, come away. Yeah. Oh, God, she just but rips rips it off and runs. Rips her own hand off. That's how. And look, we were we were quite judgmental of, of this character slash actress in the first installment. But my God, it, she gives good chase scenes. She's a good fighter. Do you know what I mean? She is. I mean. She's, yeah. Oh. So anyway, I I just keep like, could you run after like essentially ripping your own hand off? I think I would just be like, I think that would be my ending right there. Just I go into (laughs) shock and like, oh hey, gotcha, bitch, stab. I guess it's. I guess she has a very good flight response, flight and fight. She doesn't. She doesn't do either. She does. She does both. Her adrenaline's kicked in big time. (laughs) But she's a smart girl. She's a smart girl. She knows to you know. Stem that bleeding as much as, as she can and keep moving. Um, she runs through the caves to find light, I guess. Light and floorboards. She kicks her way through that floor, just like um C. Berman before her, <laughs> and ends up in the meeting house. Yeah. So we think she's about to escape. She walks outside to find the whole town. <laughs> the whole town is out there. They haven't seen her yet. 
until Solomon arrives behind her, screaming, I got the witch! I got the witch. Oh, that bad That was that was a bit heartbreaking, right? That was like I was like, oh god. He's got her. It's over. He broke my heart. Yeah. So um the witches are caught, they're taken to the hanging tree, which we are very familiar with by now. Uh at this point, Sarah Sarah does the sacrifice. She sacrifices herself for her lover. I mean, we all saw that coming, right? For Hannah Miller, yeah, we all, we we all saw that. it coming. Yep, that one was. Just... Well, initially I was like, "Why the hell is she going along with this?" Like, sell Solomon out, and then I was like, "Oh, she's saving her." She can't. But this is the thing: she can't <laughs> sell Solomon. She can't sell Solomon out because no one would believe would her, be, anyways. No he, one would believe her. They don't. A, they'd both die for no reason. He is you know a high mean? esteem in that village, and she's a exactly. woman. And she's a woman. Yeah. And she's a woman. Of, look, she's a woman of color as well. So God well, knows. Well, I was wondering, was like, or was it like her ancestor? But they were like, she was, you know. Well, see, we see that Sarah actually looks like this. Yes, she's. So a Sarah's white actually white. So is yes. George actually white? No, I don't think so. I think it was like their bloodline, their history. But you know, but how, obviously, it became so mixed she, at some point. It's very interesting that she's white and her little brother is. I Very think, not well, white. <laughs> I think this is just what uh that might be a loophole there. <laughs> well, I think it's what Dina's seeing, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's what like, I thought she's too. Picturing people as uh, the people she she sees. Well, their ancestry. Yeah, and you know that was their it's, bloodline. It's just a little. Then. I think that's a little bit of a bloop bloop in this in the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? It's a little yeah. bit. Like, oh, okay. So basically, Sarah, Sarah hangs. For her crimes. Now that actress, not crimes. Fantastic. <laughs> yes, um, she and she curses. This is where she curses um, the good family. She curses the shit out of them. She, I wish I had. I wish I had the curse handy because it, it was so beautifully <laughs> written and um, the, it was the, the truth. The truth will follow you, and I will haunt you to blah blah blah. blah. It was amazing. Like great writing. It was. Um, but yeah, Sarah hangs because you know this bitch is there. No, oh. <laughs> I thought the scene after was very, very. Yeah, sweet. Well, let, let's let's talk let's talk about that because all of her friends basically watch her die, um, and then we just got this is this is the big twist. That, this is the twist that I didn't see coming. Okay, after this, after all this happens, so they decide that she deserves better than to be buried in a hole in an unmarked grave under the hanging tree. So they take her body and place the stone from the end of 1978 in her grave saying the witch lives forever. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's where she was buried. That's where she was buried. So it's propagating this curse drama, right? Mm -hmm. And then the they witch, moved the witch, yeah, in the village, right? They did. Like, well, they moved well. her outside. Yeah, so they moved her outside the village where she would find peace. Mm-hmm. Um, she was buried. They that was actually quite touching to see her friends do that for her, even in this alternate timeline, because you know, yeah, I thought that was all, sweet the, all those friends. All those friends had sacrificed themselves in the future. Well, but- and you know, they could have gotten into some real trouble if they were discovered. They probably Definitely. would have been 
hanged themselves. So, yeah, that that is where we end 1666 and we come back to the present day to discover <laughs> yeah well the present day in that time mm-hmm. we, we come back to discover that uh young dina has the revelation sheriff good ain't so good good is evil cut to the title cards for 1994 part two I know what was going Question on. Mark? There. Who knew? <laughs> I was like, okay, I feel you to be a street doing this. I feel you. It's like, okay, cool. So, see um, Berman's like packing shit then. She's like, uh oh. Well, we're not even <sighs> up to see Berman because oh. Nick Nick Good arrives and as soon as he hops out the car, that lighting is different on that boy. It's like, oh, we know you're bad and we're gonna light you like the stereotypical <laughs> villain. Like, there's lots of dark shadows around the eyes and everything now, and he's starting to act real kooky. It's like, oh, shit, it's begun. So Josh, Josh, who was, excuse me, waiting on the main road, um, encounters Sheriff Good, and he's getting closer and closer and closer. By now, he's realised that, you know, shit's hit the fan, because I'm sure the devil has told him so, obviously. (laughs) got a hotline to the devil um dina miraculously very quickly grabs josh and runs into the forest um then steal his (laughs) steal nick's car leaving him stranded in the forest well for (laughs) you know five seconds we go to ziggy ziggy but we're gonna call her ziggy because i can't call her christine (laughs) we go to ziggy we go to ziggy who's still watching her possess sam um you know (laughs) ziggy is is filled in on, we have to talk. <laughs> it's one of those moments where, oh, God, that's never good. So Ziggy's filled in the whole thing. I think she's a little bit heartbroken, right? Oh, definitely, because this is the the man that the saved The boy her. that she loved, yeah. And she loved yeah. him, and she believed him, and she trusted him. And then it co- and then he turned on her, but it confirmed, I guess it confirms all of those thoughts that she had, that all, everything, that everything was a lie. Do you know what I mean? yeah. Everything that, she, that he did for her was a lie because he wouldn't believe her because he had motive not to believe her. It was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> she knocks out Sam, which is probably yeah. one of my one of my favourite parts of the show is her knocking was, Sam out. I mean, wanted to do that all fucking night. I'm like, I know, yeah. I was going to say it was her favourite part too. <laughs> yeah, her favourite part. <laughs> so they are, yeah, perplexed as... They know that they have to kill Nick to, you know, mm-hmm. release Shady Side from the curse. So they call in help from Martin, <laughs> the janitor of Shady Side Mall. Uh, his his card is like something something an entrepreneur. So he's I basically just... the black market dude. <laughs> He's the token black guy. He's the token black guy. Stereotypical nineties black guy too, because he's um. <laughs> Sitting on the porch smoking pot when the police car pulls up and he Yeah, just... because where do we arrive to, guys? What do we finally see in this movie? Boom! Fear Street. Actual Fear Street. Like real life Fear Street. It's on there. It was it's not just lip service, you know? We we go to Fear Street. Um I'm surprised and we, they named yeah. the street after her with all the history there. 
Well, well I I think, <laughs> it's it's that whole um, I think it's like that whole cultural guilt thing, like why we have the you know the the pressing stone cemetery in Salem. It's like oh we did bad, but doing this is making you know it's almost making amends. Like not really, but yeah. anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's kind of just. <laughs> indicting your town in in the shit that, that it did. But anyway, um, they, so, yeah, Martin helps them come up with a plan and a pretty damn ingenious plan at that, I must admit. We head to the mall, back to Shadyside Mall. I love how interconnected these stories are, that it wasn't all just random shit. Do you know what I mean? The land itself is a character and the things that have the, the structures that have taken taken root there are part of the story. So whether it's Camp Nightwing, the buildings from 1666, or the mall, it all plays a crucial part in the story because we've decided we are going to call out the killers with a good old-fashioned chumming of the blood, <laughs> just like Jaws. <laughs> but this time, yeah. we want Dina. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> we want Dina bad. These killers want Dina. So we, um, young Josh comes up with the plan to, um, you know, basically let's cover the blood, let's cover the mall with blood and neon paint because you can. It's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck? Woo! Again, how, but it was a very cool visual. It was. Very, I very like cool that. visual. Um, very cool visual. <laughs> they, um, yeah, basically chum, chum, chum the stores. And the plan is that when the killers arrive, the quick-release doors <laughs> that Martin installed <laughs> will keep them locked up till Nick arrives. Then they're going to set the killers on Nick. They will kill Nick. Curse over. Jay. Awesome. Now, this part <laughs> brings me to my other fa- one of my other favourite parts in the show. So they're setting everything up. We have this very, very funny disc man scene <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> it only plays one album. Skips as soon as you breathe on it. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, dude, we've got bigger problems. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. And my other favourite thing <laughs> is this. It's uh, <laughs> CK1 oh. and you my favourite line... You yeah, smell like an androgynous baby. <laughs> you smell like an androgynous baby. Oh, like, my goodness. What's... Yeah, you smell like an androgynous baby. I'm like, that is hilarious. I so mean, the yeah. idea is that her scent and the scent of her blood is covered by all the cologne and whatnot, but how 90, how 90s can you get with CK1? Well, I wasn't live. that uh, the... The perfume that men and women could wear wasn't that? Yes, yeah, so it was androgynous. That? that was the whole idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the androgyny of CK1. It well, was I great. I feel like I need to go buy it. I know. It's, I it, made me fla- it made me flashback. I, like, I used to wear so much CK1. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I never wore that. I uh... and then they they had the blue one as well. Was it called blue? Was it CK blue? I can't remember. But it was like a beachy scent. Oh, work. Alright, so yeah. They they think that they're all good until, you know, the Shady Side Police Department arrive. <laughs> all two of them. 
all two of them that I um that are very roundly and um quickly dispatched by the killers of Shady Side. So Harry Rooker, who is one of the creepiest ones, the guy with the bird and the knife. Oh yeah. That mm. killed Ziggy. Oh, he licks people. Did you notice that? Rewatch in, in the rewatch. He, he he licks and smells people while he's killing them. Yeah. Oh. Oh. He's lovely. Yeah. yeah. That's not cute. You know, I just had to like. I was like, she didn't die, but then I, I'm thinking back to 1978. She, she did, did die. die. She did die. Yeah, I, I thought. You, well, I thought you meant in this one. I'm like, but but she she survived. What are you talking so about? So they yes they Spoiler. do manage. Yeah, <laughs> they do manage to um, yeah, trap the killers with with Dina's blood uh, <laughs> all around. They've got four of them. I like there. that too. That was pretty cool. How they that was, pretty, that was a smart, smart like... trope, yeah. You know, yeah. and then sudden silence comes upon Shadyside Mall because Nick Good has arrived. So Ziggy decides that this is her time. This is her time for the showdown. Yep. Because she said before, Go close that chapter, Ziggy. We're going to carry him just like she did to young Sheila in 1978. Well, they did to young Sheila. So they have a. I want to talk to you about Sheila later. She's still on the Um, albums. They have a a kind of weird reunion. Look at how they light this guy now that we know he's. I was going to say, he almost looks like like a skeleton. I was just going to say, he looks dead. Yeah. Yeah. The, the light, the it's like, oh, you are dead now. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they have a little touching reunion. I trust you until, anymore, Until she, she gets, I think it's, I think it's called Ultimate Revenge in Colour War. <laughs> <laughs> You're mm-hmm. it. And, and that didn't occur to me until watching it last night with the neon paint and everything. Mm-hmm. It's Colour War. Yes. Yes. She's marked him. She's marked him. So she escapes as he notices the killers coming for her, but he very quickly grabs poor Ziggy Berman. And I was like, oh, God, Ziggy, not again. <laughs> I, I, thought she might, I thought she might be on the way out when the killers, you know. Yeah, they, they had her uh, on her I was back like, oh, my and... God. this, And she can scream. She can. Girl can scream. I appreciated that. You know, I feel like they were really unprepared because all they had were those super soakers. And granted, those are some pretty sweet super soakers. But the, <laughs> what is that going to do to help you in a situation like Ziggy's in right now? Like, Exactly. So mm. Nick ultimately escapes. Um, she is also now covered. Ziggy's now covered in Dina's blood. So that's helpful because the killers go after her. So the team, the team have to rescue rescue her. Um, Nick escapes, but Dina, just before everyone is overcome, goes another slice. Her poor hands. She goes, another, she goes another slice into her hand, and there's fresh blood in the water. So you know, bam, <laughs> she escapes. They they get to safety and throw you know throw the blood soaked shirt. So the killers are obsessed with that. She follows Nick into the tunnels that are conveniently beneath Shadyside Mall. 
back down into the subterranean hell of, of Shady Side, I guess you would call it. <laughs> but also at that point, because we can't have any good luck, Sam breaks free and is after Dina. Yay. So there's a little bit of cat and mouse going on below the surface for a little while. Um, with... Why is Sam so problematic? I know, Seriously. Right? <laughs> like she does nothing to move the plot forward. She's just she nothing in bed. She's, she, she's <laughs> a very selfish lover. And she, she spends most of the movies tied up. Worthless. So, I think they're tied up. So, yeah, the, um, the, the, the subterranean drama plays out. Dina's hunting Nick, Sam's hunting Dina. And they, the trio left upside upside <laughs> on the upside decide that they have to confront the killers because if they don't they're going to go after sam as well and it's going to be you know <laughs> seven against one <laughs> i guess as they as they emerge to try and take care of the killers we see a little boy with a baseball bat and we hear a familiar song oh ruby which can only mean Ruby Lane is back in the building. They've they've relied pretty heavily on Ruby Lane. They like Ruby. I feel like they like that character. Um, so the guys upstairs are in a whole shitload of trouble as well. <laughs> because no matter how many times these killers kill each other, they're going to regenerate. They're going to come back until the job is done and the job is to kill Dina. Luckily, Dina manages to knock out Sam as she attaches, attacks her. But she's very, very quickly come upon by Nick Good and stabbed. <laughs> stabbed and very nearly killed, where he's um, basically tells her that she's just another piece of shady side trash that is going to go down in the history books as, you know, evil, bad because of where they come from. And they're going to, everyone's going to give him a medal. Upside, we see that, um, you know, the killers are kind of getting on top of what's going on. Poor um, poor Josh gets slashed by Ruby Lane. His arm gets broken. Like, it's a, it, it's not a non-violent movie. Do you know what I mean? Usually at this point, you, you go, oh, I know that this person's going to survive, and I know that this person's going to survive. I didn't know that everyone was going to make it out of this one. No, it, that was a close call for him. Yeah, it was a close call. I thought, and I had, I just had a really bad feeling that Ziggy was gonna, something was gonna happen to Ziggy. Like, <gasps> but no, she's look. That's all happening. We're all okay. In one I, last minute, last minute, you know, burst of strength. Dina manages to get Nick's hand to touch, and I like this. Whoever wrote this recap, touch the unholy mass. Oh, I like that. I like it being called an unholy mass. The beating, mass. the beating heart slash brain of of the curse of Shady Side, and Nick sees everything that that Sarah sees, but he also the curse is also fulfilled. He sees all the killers and everyone the killers have killed. He he sees that, and that you know goes into his body. Those spirits begin to appear. So we see all these victims that we've known and. And got close to. We see our girl, our girl Kate, our boy Simon again. Mm-hmm. We see all the victims from 1978. Little uh, Alice. Little Alice is there. <laughs> we see everyone. And our last face is, of course, the face of Sarah, Sarah Fear. 
until Dina stabs him in the eye socket with a hunting knife. Oh, now that would Dina. That would have taken <laughs> strength, right? Like, oh, bam, yeah. right yeah. to the eye socket. And as soon as Nick Good is dead, those killers burst into flies. And, and Shady Side is Shady Side is is free. So for upstairs, we have the survivors of uh, Izzy, Josh, Martin. Below, we have boring lesbian couple. <laughs> anyway, it's I'll stop. Okay. Dina. Yeah. <laughs> Sam and Dina. Sam and Dina find their way out of the tunnels. But where do the tunnels lead, y'all? Where do, where do they come out at? Right into Nick Good's mansion, which can we talk about this for a second? Because <laughs> what How did a police making... officer get, yeah. Yep, making that, that kind of cash. That's, that's the deal. The deal was for power and But wealth. why didn't anyone go, oh, how did he oh. afford that? Oh, I guess they came from a family. Generate, family generates. We see, we, see we see that good family tree on the wall. Oh, that's true. They probably just assumed it was family money. And did you notice how many branches are up the top? So many branches. So many branches. And then at the bottom and is my man, Solomon. There is not, there is not, there is not just one, there's not just um, the two good brothers that I think we have to worry about just quietly i feel like there could be some some more good in the future well here's my question to you so when the girls walk outside this family kind of sees them and are kind of like well what the fuck happened there the guy gets in the car and gets hit by a by a garbage truck was that the other good brother or was that just some random guy no it was symbolic that that everything wasn't perfect now anymore because they were gonna have hardship sunnyvale was always the safe good happy place but now bad stuff can happen in sunnyvale too okay okay yeah That's, because I, I had to sunnyvale be was sunnyvale was the goods town yeah mm-hmm. yeah nick's brother nick's brother's the mayor he was the sheriff so it's their town their town will prosper whereas they kept all of those names as we saw in the flashback mm-hmm. were shady siders and their victims yeah. were shady siders it wasn't how do you think they picked their victims? Like, let's like let's think about 1978. <clears throat> so it's Nick's turn. It's just a sacrifice. And- it's just a sacrifice of someone that they whoever that that's the thing. That's the re- it's the most random thing. It could have been someone they know. It could be someone that, that you know well, they're wrong against. Or it could just be a complete random stranger. Well, that's why I was wondering. Like, did he just pick did Tommy just to Tommy pick Tommy, Tommy or does he just have a hard on? Or did it choose both Tommy? the Burmese? Uh, Burmese, uh, no, well, by the looks of by the looks of the flashback, the descent the good descendant has to pick the name. Right. Okay. Then, the name etch, then the name etches on the wall. So he chose Tommy Slater. Yeah, yeah so that's they, what I'm they, just all, that, if- they all chose it. I guess that's a mystery to be solved at a later date. But yeah, once that once Nick is dead, everything to everything evaporates. The unholy mass is gone, the names on the the slate is clean. The witch's mark disappears. It's like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we are, you know, too we get clean nice, and ending. We too get a clean. nice, we get a nice touching, touching scene of um, Dina cooking for her brother for the first time. Yeah, I wouldn't eat that. Doesn't either. go well. I would eat that. The doctor says I can't have that. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> I, I would can't agree. Have anything in that? 
Yeah. She like, I put ingredients and stuff in it. I cooked with ingredients and shit. It's like, okay. That, that's more of a reason why I'm not going to eat it, pretty much. Uh, exactly. So she drops him off at school where we find Martin is still going hard. Is he selling them, is he selling them stolen car CD players? Is that what they are? He's yeah. like, it's portable. It's like, not so much. And we find, like, a little, I guess, teaser. There's a nerdy girl going, you need SSD. It's like, of course, because you're from the future or whatever. Um, It is Josh's online pal. She was cute. She was cute, but she's wearing wearing glasses, which is never a good thing in Fear Street. Oh, man, she was very sure of herself. I loved it. Like, (laughs) I know what I'm talking about. She was in, out, and done. Um, meanwhile, Dina has gone has gone to the forest with Sam um, to have their burgers and make out like they were going to in the first <laughs> in the first episode. But um, they've given they've given Sarah a proper well a pro- as proper burial as she's I think going to get, and um, labeled her the first shady cider, which is which Aww. is cool. Um, and that's where we wrap, guys. There, there's a nice you know. Crane shot. I mean, now. don't forget that. Uh, now, did you watch no, post? No, 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 no. Let's, yeah. Did you? Yes. <laughs> Let's not forget that, like any good movie these days, you got to stay till the end. Or as much as the end of Netflix will let you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, this one let me see it. It let, yeah, me. Let, let me see it too. Um, we go through, we go back to Shadyside Mall. Yeah, we see Shadyside Mall is all back to normal. Everything's beautiful. Life continues on as it does everywhere, really. We sweep through the tunnels. We go to the crime scene. We see the witch's book, which is um, ev- piece of evidence number 13, I love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we see... Someone snatched yes. it up. Them hands. Them, see me them, with them hands. See me with them hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was... Fear Street, less- Fear Street titles. So I what do you think is going to happen? We'll, well, we'll talk about that in a sec. So, that is the end of that trilogy. How do we feel? I liked it. I thought it was good. Well, I, I enjoyed that they made a Seraphira just gangster as hell. She's the first shady cider. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. obviously, every, a lot of people are getting up in the um, analogy like the lesbian thing and da 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 yeah. but I think I think that um discrimination and hate I think that was what gener- brought about a lot of that yeah. anger towards yeah. those Bring girls generations and I think and that the sins, yeah the sins of the past are, are, are still what we're dealing with today and on how to inform people on to, how to be more accepting and more tolerant and understanding that you know I think it everyone was- can exist in this world I think, I think it was, it was suitable. Yeah, I think it's very timely. Um, I don't know, like, I'm, I, I don't think it would have been made if it was two male characters, but, you know, whatever. No. But the look, lesbian- and I know we've made I mean, jokes about the lesbian witches, but I think it, it the story worked well because that's it, it. everything made sense. The themes made sense. The characters made sense. I mean, and more importantly, I think it was probably just more that actress. I didn't like the relationship. It made, but... it made sense across three individual movies, but it made yeah. sense 
as a whole as well. There's a the only thing that I can think there's two things I can think of that weren't like <laughs> tied up really well, and I'm, one of them I want to talk to you about. But um, obviously, the whole you know black white thing in 1666, whether that's what we were seeing or that's what that was the reality. That's right. the pro- that's a bit of a murky loophole. The other thing well, is um, why happened- was Seraphia white? Yeah, when- yeah. Dina yeah. was in that role. I, I yeah. really do believe it was Dina's ancestor. But then, why is her brother black? I don't because think... it's she's seeing everything through her own but, yeah views. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But then everyone else should have had another double. Do you know what I mean? Well, why would Seraphia be white and her brother black? Exactly. We don't. You don't get to see whether he was actually yeah, white. Or exactly. Not, so it's yeah. not, it, it's yeah. just not spelled out for us, which is fine. Yeah. If you've got a brain, you can think about it. That's fine. Yeah. We wonder what happened to Sheila, right? Yeah. Sheila, Sheila's like blah 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 blah. Cast your minds back. Cast your minds back two weeks. Okay. To something Kate said. What did Kate say? Like me or Kate Kate. in the movie? Kate the movie. Okay. I had a relative that was at Camp Camp Nightwing. (gasps) Sheila. No, Sheila. That's it my theory. That's, That's a my good theory. Sheila, theory. Sheila is either her aunt or a cousin or something like that. Listen, that survived with, Kate, with Kate's <laughs> attitude. I could totally see it. Totally. That, that came to me. I went. <gasps> I know. I know what happened. So I'm waiting for confirmation on that. Um, I, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that this, as a whole, is an amazing piece of work considering it had taken so long to get to being made and then to get to being shown none of it was spoiled like it was all mm. it was all there i think the casting we give sam a lot of a lot of shit but she's not a bad actress it's just oh she's the weakest link but she's a she's weak link in a really strong a cast yeah the cast yeah. are all super, super strong so there's gonna have yeah. to be one and i don't think her character was written to be that sympathetic either no. Which so, yeah. Um, I think that these two deserve really special praise. Yes, I think were... that they did amazing. Josh as well, he was amazing, and Sadie Sink from Stranger Things, who played um, young young Ziggy. They were my standouts for this. I think that they were all amazing. The whole cast were actually amazing. I, um, to be able to you know jump through all of this was actually filmed in six months. All three movies yeah. back to back. So, and you know how movies are filmed. They're not necessarily, they're never filmed in chronological order. Mm-hmm. So they yeah, would have been. In and out of characters, they're, in and out of eras. Am I there? Am I, what's going on? I, I would love to know if the eras were, were mixed up as well when they were filming. If mm-hmm. they, or if they filmed all of 78, all of 1666, all of 94. You know what I mean? Or if yeah. they went, yeah. oh, well, I've got this, we've got this, we can film this this day. Because I can't imagine that being <laughs> easy. I'd but, say um, everything in those tunnels was filmed together. Yeah, maybe. From different so eras, that, yeah. That would have been hard, like, hard, hard stuff. You wouldn't have addressed that step. Because then you got all those costume changes and then you have to scrub Accents, off and then yeah. scrub it back Which on. character am I right now? Accents. <laughs> and, like, for anyone that's, anyone that's like, done movie work, you know that you have to keep track of where your character's at mm-hmm. development-wise. Yes. And you know, shit, I haven't... I haven't done this next. I haven't done the first scene yet, but I've got to know that that's what my character's feeling. Oh, no, no, no. I, I think that they deserve a huge props. Now, 
6866 has a 93% score on Rotten Tomatoes at the moment. Wow. Which is good job. Really good. Really good for Rotten Tomatoes, um, whether you choose to you know, follow it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not necessarily view this as separate movies. I think I think it's one long. Do you know what I mean? It's one long epic movie. Oh, it movie. definitely is. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely. It's a three. And part they're just of. broken up for for digestion. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that trilogy is done. It's in the history books now. We're going to talk about the future before we go. Mm-hmm. One super exciting thing that is happening in the future, if you're a fan of vinyl. Oh, my friend was the just. History vinyls are being released with individual book cover art for each album yeah. now these soundtracks are pretty fucking boss they are but good. yeah i love the i love that they've gone full like book covers for all of them as well mm-hmm. it's That's amazing so cool. and like bright like neon that. vinyl for, for like the you know, color war mm-hmm. so exciting but we're gonna leave um the, the final word to um our director lee Janik who said this. Uh, One of the exciting things about Fear Street is the fact that the universe is big and allows for a lot of space. One of the things I talked about before I was hired was that we have the potential here to create a horror Marvel cinematic universe where you can have slasher killers from a lot of different areas. You have canon for our main mythology that's built around the fact that the devil is in Shadyside, but there's also room for everything else. I think that my hope is that the audience like it enough that we can start to building out more. We can think about what another trilogy would be, what standalones would be, what TV would be. I, I, I don't even think, think about it like TVs or movies anymore. That's the great thing about Netflix and what Fear Street is, which is kind of a hybrid new thing. I'm excited about the possibilities of what else can happen. I really started to get uh, getting excited about a 50s slasher movie, which I haven't seen and, and what that means. It's just a cool thing to think about the different eras and what's possible as a horror fan. I mean, can I... Well, can the I universe get... is set up now. Netflix I think that they're definitely this. doing a Ruby Lane movie. Ruby Lane would be awesome. Yeah, Ruby, Ruby was in the 60s, though, by the way. <laughs> I know, but they're definitely like I'm just I'm just saying of those of those killers, I think they're definitely doing a Ruby Lane movie because well, we didn't get backstory. She probably has the most interesting backstory. Yeah. Uh, again, but she's tied I, right in as well. I've I've said it a million times. I'll say it one more time for good good measure. <laughs> Ninety nine Fear Street. I mean, you yep. could tie that right in. Ninety nine Fear Streets in Shady Side. There you go. Exactly. They, as as we've all always said, they are spoiled for choice. And hopefully, Netflix, hear my words, hear my prayers, hear my feelings. Don't fuck this up. Don't do. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, they haven't like fucked it so far. Strange, I know. Stranger Things different. is ending. You need to let go of it. Mm-hmm. They're done after this year. Stranger Things is done. You need something else that people are going to come to you for. You had that with Sub- the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but then you decided to cancel it because that's what you do. You Netflix. owe me. You owe me. For that's Sabrina. what you do, Netflix. You don't. In- you don't invest <laughs> in long-term viewers. You grab for short-term. But mm. this has the potential to set you up for years to come. If you if they're releasing trilogies, one-off movies, like see like 
there is so there are so many 150 plus stories for them to cover in this and it doesn't all have to be supernatural because a lot of the fear street books weren't it was just the fact that like sunny dale <laughs> shady side is a nexus for evil mm-hmm. you know what i mean I so mean, david yeah. harbour david harbour would look great on fear street i'm just <laughs> Manifesting, that, manifesting yeah. my needs, okay? And I think that there's a lot of strength to be had there with so many concepts. As as you said, 99 Fear Street, the cheerleaders, like the cheerleaders saga. Um, yeah, um, wrong number. All of those, the beach house, all of that stuff, you know, what yeah. Holly heard. All of that stuff is is doable and can bring in a different audience. So I'm so excited because I think there's definitely going to be more. Mm-hmm. When after, after the, there was like a bit of a lukewarm response to the first part, but after 78 and especially after 1666, there's a lot more people going, Oh, this is great. This is great. This is great. So mm-hmm. if that's, if that keeps bubbling under, I think that we're going to see more fear street. Obviously it's going to take a little while. And maybe it's a once a year event, which which is fine, which is great, which is exciting. We have something to look forward to. But it would be good if they again did trilogies and did one offs so you can dot it throughout the year. I think that they're I'm gonna make a prediction stupid if they don't aim for Halloween. I was gonna say they're gonna do a Halloween special at least. I'm yeah. calling it right now. And we're gonna be Imagine, covering yeah. it. Just a one off a one off Halloween special that you know could already be a, like it could be in production. We don't know. That's the good thing about this kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so thank you for joining me, Luke and Katie. This has been a very, you know, it's been a long road, but it's been an enjoyable one. Very. I think we've, we've watched, worse, we've watched mer- worse movies as horror fans, let's be honest. Yeah, and awesome. I, I think that um, something <laughs> like this being so readily accessible to people as well is amazing. Um, it's, I guess, the future of movies and television that this kind of thing will will grow and adapt outside of the cinema. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited to see where we'll go because, as I said, I've always been a huge fan of Fear Street and that did not disappoint. But now I I want some books. Now I want want some book adaptions. You know what I mean? We've had had you set it up, so now run wild with it. One of my favourite things in the world is um, there's a picture online of a map of Shadyside. And it's got all like the locations where stuff happened, oh. and you just see you see how interconnected the town is and stuff like that. So that's what I want. Give give me a give me a, a, a Fear Street cinematic universe. I'm ready for I it. Think I think they're going to. I think we do. I think that would be fantastic to have a, a horror Marvel horror Marvel universe. That would be. <laughs> it would be gold, it'd right? Be, so it'd um, be everything. Moving forward, we have we do have some other stuff coming up for Uncensored Horror. Obviously, the big standout bigness is coming in October when we go back to Haddonfield, and that's what I'm excited about as well because it's small town. It's it's gonna give us a bit more for Halloween for Halloween Kills. We are discussing looking at Candyman as well. I am more excited to talk about Candyman than I am about but someone has and seen it. I will. So Wait, we also, might have, you you're forgetting seen, what else is dropping this year, Candyman? guys. What else is no, dropping? No, I haven't. Oh my god. Do you He's, 
Tony Todd I, had real bees in his mouth. No, no, I'm saving this. I'm saving this. <laughs> Katie, I will watch it. I promise. Thank you. But it's we so also good. can't Thank forget you. our little little friend with the red hair. He's coming back. October. Oh, you October. don't fuck with the Chuck. And <laughs> he's allowed to he's allowed to say fuck ten times per episode. I read. Oh, good boy. So Chuck, he's <laughs> yeah. allowed to swear. I'm not yeah, I've been seeing a lot of Jennifer either. Tilly as Tiffany lately all over the um, net. Oh, yeah. no. There's oh, a no. longer trailer dropping any day now. I'm not a huge so. fan of the Chucky series, but although I, I love Jennifer Tilly. And Devin you will Sawa. grow. You, I think you got to grow Devin, to love it. Devin Sawa's in it, and that man has aged so the synop- well. The Delicious. synopsis is that um, it's small town. It's set in a small town, and a gay teen finds, finds Chucky in a secondhand store. No. And brings him into the community. So but we've got more. We've got dad. more um, queer representation coming up in in sci-fi. Whoop, whoop. So, uh, sci-fi network. Sorry. The, so yeah, a new trailer for um, Chucky the series is dropping anytime soon, and something else that will be dropping. It I can smell it being attached to Halloween Kills. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see that too. I can smell it being attached to Halloween Kills. Maybe we're going to hear the voice of Ghostface again. Oh, can we please? January 14th. It's, can it's we not, please? It's not far just away. Do the Scream series, please. Can we I just feel do like it? we might do it even if no one wants us to. I, I, just, point, right? I don't care if anyone wants to see it anymore. I'm, I'm done teasing about it. I want it. I all right. So, if you um, if you <laughs> like what we're doing, please let us know. No one has commented yet. So, if you comment on, <laughs> if you comment and tell, give us some feedback on one of our you on one of our uncensored horrors, you'll be the first. And I don't know. We might give you a prize or something. I don't know. But if wow. you don't already if you're follow, this, request scream for me. Thank you. <laughs> if you don't already follow UCR, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We are also on TikTok. So. You know, follow oh, yeah, us. we're gonna add TikTok to that. Follow Just us for all the goodness because we do like to drop these uncensored horrors, you know, at will and go, hey, surprise. So you never know what holiday or what, you know, what might take our mood with. Re- there's some horror releases that we haven't talked about that are coming up that I've talked to people about. We'll see. We'll see what's in the future. But until next time, I love you all. You I all smell you. like androgynous babies. <laughs> and we will see you hopefully again on Fear Street within the next 12 months. Keep it creepy, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. 
Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.